to the Be the Change podcast, a global volunteers production where we will explore people traveling, volunteering, and living outside their comfort zones. Welcome to the first episode of the Be the Change podcast. I'm Ruth Curran, and I'm so glad you're here with me today. In each episode, we'll be hearing stories told by people who share one common thread, one thing that holds every single one of them together. Each has participated in a global volunteer service program, and each has experienced some kind of transformational change. You'll hear these stories from their own unique perspective, in their voices, telling their tales. We're privileged to be a part of this story, and I'm truly honored to bring them to you. So sit back and join me as today we talk about the potential change that comes as a result of short-term volunteering and how people make that decision to be a part of this transformational experience. Recently, I had the opportunity to meet a really amazing woman. Her name is Lisa, and she happens to be the Dean of the Environment at the University of Washington. Lisa told me the story about how her recent service program, a trip that she took with her 13-year-old daughter to Tanzania, was inspired by her daughter's desire to help children around the world. Lisa and her daughter went on this trip and came back with an even stronger relationship and a deeper understanding of each other. They now look at each other and their relationship and the relationships that they have with people around them in just a little bit of a different light. I caught Lisa in her office in Seattle in between meetings, and this is how she tells that story. I just need to do a shout out to my 13-year-old daughter, Maya, who two years ago said, Mom, we should really be doing more instead of just talking about how we care about people of the world. It's one of those ways as a parent, your kids often make you a better person than you might be without them. And she was right. You know, I was, I'm a professor. I'm really good at talking. You know, there's a question of like, okay, let's actually walk the talk. She and I did a lot of research about ways we could engage with communities. And we knew from kinds of experiences we had had in traveling in Mexico, et cetera, that just kind of coming in off a plane and Doing a project and getting back on the plane really was not what we were interested in. We were really interested in being with there at the invitation of a community. So working with Maya, we started to investigate what some options might be for doing a service project. And, and we knew what we didn't want. We had traveled enough and, and thought enough about this that we knew we didn't want to just be those two Americans that get off the plane and, you know, help build an outhouse and get back on the plane and feel really good about ourselves. We knew that what was most important was that we were serving at the invitation of a community, that the community's needs and values and desires were front and center, that it wasn't what we thought they needed. It was what they wanted assistance in and that it wouldn't end when we left that it was part of a long chain of volunteer work that had been developing the capacity of a community to deal with the challenges that it was dealing with and that this this 
capacity in part came with trust and social capital that was built up between a long chain of volunteers and in that community. And Cuomo volunteers very much sort of fit into this and 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 we were pleased that it existed and it it actually represented all these values that we we held so dear. So I went because my daughter was inspired to give back to others. She was aware of the privilege she had and she wanted she wanted to share it, particularly with children, with families affected by AIDS and HIV. She's passionate about kids and she she wants their lives to be one in which they have opportunities and their their needs are being met. Well, there's this wonderful Swahili tradition of naming where your name as a mother is no longer your given name. You are called, in my case, Mama Maya. I am the mother of Maya. So I went as Mama Maya and was sort of honored to be Mama Maya on this trip. Um, And so my, I have to admit, you know, I'm there as a mom and I'm wanting to make sure that number one, Maya is safe and that she was. There's, There's many reasons why I'm sure she was safer there than at times she is here in Seattle and that she was healthy and that she was having an opportunity to work quite frankly independent of me you know that she's she's a teenager she knows what she wants she did that she did her work in the Haruma Center working with young children she had a variety of opportunities to both meet their basic needs, but to help with children who's experienced trauma and other kinds of really disrupting influences on their life and to offer them sort of comfort and hope and joy. And she grew and she grew also by being with the adult, both the professionals in the Haruma Center, but the other volunteers to witness that was massively satisfying. We came away from the trip with a lot of shared experiences. And there's times now that we're at home and we're watching someone get stressed out by the fact that their latest Forever 21 Forever 21 fashion isn't quite aligned with what somebody else's idea of fashion is. And mine and I just look at each other and kind of smile and think, is that really that important? You know, and just it's a it's a grounding that we have together. And um, she and I both will go back. We know that for sure. I think one of the most compelling and probably beautifully told stories that I've heard so far about the impact of short-term volunteers on a community came from a conversation with Bishop Am Degila from Tanzania. And that's probably because the bishop speaks from great personal experience with short-term volunteers. The bishop has been working with global volunteers for about 30 years. And in that time, he has seen so many volunteers come through his communities and work hand-in-hand on community-led projects. And he's seen the impact firsthand. He's seen what's possible. Let's listen in as the bishop paints this picture of what he sees happening in his country right now and how he feels short-term volunteering really can and does make a difference. You know, I have been asking myself, what is the problem between Europe and Africa, America and Africa and all that? 
And you know what? It, it's, it all starts with pregnancy day one. And it all goes in those southern days and then the other days to follow. Why are people in America and Europe discovering a lot of things and we are discovering nothing, just imitating uh, the, the things that do not help us? It is because the IQ has not been developed in the right way. Why nutrients? Why bad health? disease. Why education is not good because uh, people upstairs are not okay. So this is the approach which can help any nation change. One volunteer sitting with 50 women, one volunteer sitting with a community and a local person around, one volunteer for 10 days, that brings a lot of change. Because you can, you can say as much as possible, they can ask as much as possible, and from that area we have a replica effect of the waves. You throw the stone at the middle of the well, and it replicates around the society. I particularly love this next clip. Let me give you a little bit of background. I was talking to a man named Kenneth. He's a business owner, and he's at a stage in his life where he's thinking about winding down in his career. His wife came back from a global volunteers service program, just completely jazzed, so excited, and said to him, you really should do this. This is something you should do for you. Kenneth describes himself as a fearful kind of guy. So after a whole lot of research and hemming and hawing and trying to figure out where he fits, talking to the global volunteers representatives, looking at all the programs, for some reason, he decided not to talk himself out of this trip. In this clip, Kenneth talks about how taking that leap this one time has really changed how he sees himself. I'm someone that analyzes things, probably overanalyzes things. And I think I, I, it's safe to say that fear has stopped me from doing a lot of things in my life. And then, you know, I guess that has some good to it, but it has a lot of bad to it too. And one of the things that I, I, I think the nuggets that I took away from this was, you know, sometimes you just have to jump. You have to just jump into the, into almost the dark. And, you know, that it's worth the risk to just simply take the chance, you know, because normally many, many other things that I've done in my life, I would have talked myself out of this trip. I would have literally just talked myself out of it. And I realized from having done the trip that what I would have missed if I would have sat and been able to talk myself out of it. So I think I have far more tendency now to just simply take the leap, to just say, you know, I'm just going to do this and I'm, I'm going to not keep asking myself the what ifs. You know, what if I have a roommate that really I don't get along with? You know, I'm, I'm just not going to do any of that. So I think it changed that. I think the other thing for me that I got from the trip is that I'm capable of doing far more than I think I am. You know, I went there very, you know, I, I, to be honest, like after that first, when I first met the other volunteers and they explained to us what we were going to do, 
you know, my initial reaction at that day was, I don't have any children. I don't have a college education. I don't know how to speak Polish. And I looked at these other volunteers. I believe there were, um, I think there was six others and myself. And most of them were college educated. Many, many of them had been on multiple global volunteer trips. And I really had had convinced myself that evening, this is not something I can do. <laughs> and, you know, I really... I really left there saying, hey, you know, I can really do, do whatever if I just put my mind to it. In our next episode, we'll hear four stories about moments that brought about deep personal transformational change, the kind of change that leaves such a big impact that often perspective changes. Gosh, the sense of community that can be built in one to two weeks with people coming from all different walks to get together for a greater good uh, was a switch that flipped for me, just like how much change can happen in that time. If you'd like to learn more about the people on today's episode, go to bethechange.blog. If you'd like to learn more about participating in a global volunteer service program, go to www.globalvolunteers.org. See you next time.